Hello everybody out there. This is The World According to Dick Buttons, Episode 3. And uh, today's topic is going to be the Oscars. And uh, I have friends that make fun of me for being into the Oscars, for watching everything from red carpet to the last award. And this all stems from growing up in a very pop culture, media-savvy household. I thank my mom and dad for this. Uh, Oscars was always a big deal. There would be snacks and appetizers, and we watched the whole thing. We would uh, predict who would win. And I figured with the Oscars coming up this Sunday, uh, I'm going to go through some of the major awards and uh, give you my humble opinion on what I think is going to happen. I do make an effort to watch every movie that is nominated, so I have at least a personal educated opinion on how this should go. So I'm not blindly going into this and just giving a whacked out opinion. I actually watched all of these movies. Uh, so we will, just like the Oscars, we will start with some of the minor categories and work our way up to the majors. Uh, this uh, broadcast will be much shorter than the actual Oscars, though. So the uh, first award that I'm going to predict uh, is Best Makeup and Hairstyling. And there are only three nominees in this category, and they are All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, and Black Panther. So I did see three, all three movies, and immediately going to throw out All Quiet on the Western Front, it in no way can compete or compare to The Batman and Black Panther. And my prediction for the Oscar in this category will shock few and surprise none. I think The Batman takes it. Naomi Doan, Mike Mark Marino, and Mike Fontaine will walk away with best makeup and hairstyling for The Batman. Yes, I am a Batman fan. I was a proponent of Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves' version. But that movie is sleek. That movie is toneful. I think they walk away with that Oscar. Uh, the next award that I will give a prediction to is Best Costume Design. And those nominees are Babylon, Black Panther, Elvis, Everything... Everywhere, All at Once, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Uh, immediately eliminating Babylon. On a side note, I, I mean, I go into it with eyes wide open watching all these movies. Babylon was as close to unwatchable as anything I've ever watched. A lot of star power in it. Just did not hold my interest. It didn't seem to have any direction uh, the, the pacing was off. So they're out of that category. Uh, to me, it comes down to two. It's going to be between Black Panther and Elvis. The Academy usually shies away from superhero movies. Uh, so I think Elvis gets the nod here. Catherine Martin. Uh, her design for the costumes, was amazing. Every era that Elvis was portrayed in this movie was spot on. Uh, she did not miss anything. So I do believe that Elvis will get best costume design. Uh, the next category, 
Best Visual Effects. And the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Batman, Black Panther, and Top Gun. How Top Gun even got in this category, I mean, just a bunch of planes flying around, so can you tell I didn't enjoy that movie? I think I'm going to give the nod to Black Panther. It was a very visual movie. The effects were quite impressive. Uh, Introducing Namor into uh, the MCU was also very cool. Uh, The underwater things were done very well. So I'm going to give best visual effects to Black Panther. Next category. And I know these categories uh, are quite non-exciting as opposed to all the major categories. But we'll get there. This is best film editing. And the nominees are the Banshees of Inshirin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun. So, as far as editing goes, if you, any of you have seen Everything Everywhere All at Once, this is a multiverse-themed movie. The visual effects in this were fast-paced, so the editing had to be top-notch. Uh, I think you're going to see a theme moving forward with these next last categories, because I think Everything Everywhere All at Once will take many of these Oscars, including the one for Best Film Editing. Paul Rogers will get the nod here. Uh, That movie was very exciting. If you haven't seen it, uh, maybe you should, you know, do what I do and watch these movies before the Oscars so it's not just a bunch of people getting up and giving acceptance speeches or getting slapped. Yes, I went there. So uh, that's where that is going to go. The next uh, category... And I'm having a little trouble with my notes here. Yes, I prepare. If you think I come into this blindly. Uh, Best cinematography. Do I know what cinematography is? I'm assuming it's how the movie looks. Nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front. Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. I'll be totally honest and transparent on that. I did not see that movie. Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. Again, for me, I think Elvis takes this. Mandy Walker walks away with Best Cinematography for a movie. The Elvis movie was gorgeous. Uh, colorful. Uh, the pacing. The, the, the way the cameras came in on every scene. And if I'm getting what cinematography is wrong, uh, you know, then shame on me. But as I see it, that's what I think it is. Uh, Next category is Best Original Screenplay. And here's where everything, everywhere, all at once is going to start to uh, rack up some Oscars. Uh, Nominees for Best Original Screenplay are The Banshees of Insurin, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, and Tar. Now, while I enjoy The Fablemans, and this was the early life of Steven Spielberg, great movie. Uh, I don't know why he called it The Fablemans. I should do the research on that. Uh, Banshees of Insurance. I didn't understand this movie at all. The basic gist and plot of this movie was 
Colin Farrell was friends with this older gentleman, and I forget the actor's name, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Brendan Gleeson. Thank you. And oh, one day, Brendan Gleeson's character did not like Colin Farrell's character. And the entire movie was Colin Farrell asking him, why don't you like me anymore? It, I didn't get it. So as far as screenplay for me, that one's out. Tar was good, but I think the Oscar will go to Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, written by Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner. Fun movie again. I know I'm, I'm pushing this movie, but if you do like a fast-paced, multi-leveled, keeps-you-guessing movie, uh, this is pretty good. Uh, next uh, category, Best Adapted Screenplay. And the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, Living, Top Gun, and Women Talking. Now, I'm immediately throwing out Top Gun. I don't think that movie needed to be made. I did not enjoy it. So, as far as the screenplay goes, okay, it was the continuation of the first one. Not for me. Glass Onion was a shell of its predecessor. I didn't like that at all. Living was okay. All Quiet on the Western Front, not my bag, not my cup of tea. So I believe the Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay will go to Women Talking by Sarah Polly. Or Polly, not sure how she pronounces that. All right, now we're going to get into the meaty the big awards. Best Supporting Actress. The nominees are Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Hong Chow for The Whale, Kerry Condon for The Banshees of Inserin, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Now, this category to me is a toss-up. I could see this going to two people. It comes down to Jamie Lee Curtis and Angela Bassett, in my humble opinion. Jamie Lee Curtis was amazing in everything, everywhere, all at once. But Angela Bassett gave the performance of a lifetime in Black Panther. Now, I'm going to say Angela Bassett gets the win here. Whether that happens or not, the Academy sometimes does not like superhero movies. In fact, this would be the first major award uh, for a superhero movie. Uh, but I would not be surprised if Jamie Lee Curtis wins. So, it comes down to those two. I'm going to say Angela Bassett wins. I could be wrong. We'll, we shall see. Best Supporting Actor. And the nominees are Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Insurin. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. Barry Keegan for The Banshees of Insurn. Ki Young Kwan, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I enjoyed The Fablemans immensely. And while Judd Hirsch only has two scenes in this movie, I do believe he gets the nod here for Best Supporting Actor. He's an old-timer. He's been around the business a lot. I think the Academy could throw him a bone. If he does not win, I'm hedging my bets here. I know I said Judd Hirsch. 
But if he does not, it's going to go to Ki Hung Kwan. That's right, short round for everything, everywhere, all at once. His story is pretty amazing too. After Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, he really didn't do much. Uh, went away from acting and came back to do this and gets nominated for an Oscar. And he was very good in the movie. All right, now we are going to get into the top three major awards here. Best Lead Actress nominees are Kate Blanchett in Tar, Anna Diarmas in Blonde, Andrea Risenborough in Two Leslie, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Now, I'm going to throw out Kate Blanchett immediately. Tar was good, but she's not in the league of the performances that these people gave, in my opinion. Anna Diarmas, while it was an okay performance, the movie was horrible for me, the blonde movie. Not what I expected from a biopic, and I really don't even think it was a biopic. It was told from this weird perspective. Uh, I think the long shot here and the surprise would be giving it to Andrea Risenborough for Two Leslie. She was fantastic in that. And even though Michelle Williams was very good in The Fablemans, my pick is Michelle Yeoh for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And if it's not her... It might be Andrea Risenborough. It also could be Michelle Williams. Those are the three. But I'm going with Michelle Yu. All right. Best lead actor. Nominees are Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Insurin, Brendan Fraser The Whale, Paul Mescal in Aftersun, and Bill Nye in Living. All right. For me, there are two people in this category that the Oscar could go to. Hands down, it's either Austin Butler for Elvis or Brendan Fraser for The Whale. I enjoyed The Whale. I thought Brendan Fraser's performance was great. I mean, the whole movie takes place inside of his apartment. The makeup, uh, the, the, his fat suit is amazing. I mean, you really believe he's that big of a man. And he did act through that. But the reason I think the Oscar is going to go to Austin Butler, and this is just how I went through this. The Academy has, in the past, shown an affinity for portrayals and biopics. And the examples of that is Rami Malek gets the Oscar for the Queen movie. Uh, the kid, Edgerton, Ed 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 who played Elton John, won the Oscar for Rocket Man. So I think it goes to Austin Butler. Him and Brendan Fraser have split the other awards. It's two to two. I believe Brendan Fraser won the Screen Actors Guild and the Critics' Choice, and Austin Butler won BAFTA and the Golden Globe. Uh, the other thing that leads into Austin Butler's favor is that BAFTA shares some of the membership with the Academy. You know, I could be wrong. Sometimes the Academy goes uh, out from the expected. And who knows, Bill Nye, for all I know, could get this. But I'm going to go with Austin Butler. I thoroughly enjoyed the Elvis movie. I thought uh, his performance was quite amazing. Uh, 
He really embodied everything that Elvis was. Uh, did his homework. Uh, he walked. He talked. He did his own singing. The moves. I think it goes to Austin Butler. Uh, next category, Best Director. And the nominees are Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Insurin, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Freed Field for Tar, and Ruben Ostland for Triangle of Sadness. All right, first of all, Triangle of Sadness had to have been one of the worst movies I've seen this season. There's a scene that goes on for about 20-30 minutes where vomit and diarrhea are the main focus of the movie. And I, I just didn't understand it. So I'm throwing that out. I enjoy Tar. I enjoy The Fablemans. Uh, the Banshees movie, I, I didn't like it. So I, I can't see the best director getting the nod here. So... I think it's going to be Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for everything, everywhere, all at once. I think it was a very ambitious movie, being in a multiverse movie with multiple characters of the same person. I think it was directed well. It kept me interested. Uh, there really weren't any slow points or down points. Uh, that's you know also a big thing with directing. You, you want to lead your viewer on a journey of the story. And uh, not leave them, leave them at some points going, what the hell's going on? So uh, I think uh, it's going to go to Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner. And that leads us to Best Picture. The nominees are, and there are, I can't, ima I can't even believe how many nominees there are. It's almost every movie that came out. But here they are. Best Picture, the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Insurin, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Now, I did see every one of these movies, as in all the other categories, too. And I think I mentioned one category I didn't see one movie, so... I'm throwing out Women Talking, I'm throwing out Triangle of Sadness, I'm throwing out Top Gun. I don't think any three of those should even be in the in the conversation for Best Picture. And I'm also going to throw in the Banshees of Insurance for that also because I just thought it was a horrible movie. Fablemans was a great movie. Steven Spielberg can still direct, write. I mean, I was enthralled that entire film. Uh, Elvis, you know how I feel. Uh, it was great. Baz Luhrmann knows how to suck you in and and his colors and his edit the editing and the everything was great avatar eh? i don't even think we need the next two uh it was okay all quiet on the western front good movie but not best picture quality at all so i think best picture is going to go to everything everywhere all at once i think the academy has fallen in love with this film and I think that where that's going to go. Uh, those are my predictions. Now let's make some other predictions. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is the host. I like Jimmy Kimmel. I like his late night show. I think he will do a, uh, a good job. Uh, do I think we're going to see any shenanigans like we saw last year? I don't think so. At least I hope not. 
Will Smith is not allowed in the building, so I don't think that'll happen. Uh, they do their best to keep the pace of this show. Uh, I think they should do more than just one or two major awards up front. I think they need a little bit more because they give out those two major awards and then they go into the weeds with all these uh, technical awards that many people really don't care about, which are part of the movie, so uh, it, those people deserve to get their Oscars also. So what are my plans for Sunday? Well, and this is a subject of ridicule for me here at work. Um, I like to start with the red carpet around 5 o'clock, I think it starts, 5 or 5.30. Uh, and I will have uh, appetizers and snacks. I'll open a bottle of wine and I will watch from red carpet all the way through the last award. Again, it's a throwback to watching it with my parents, uh, my mom especially. Uh, it was a big event in my household growing up and I, I continue to keep that tradition going strong in my home. Mind you, I'm alone doing this, but you know, would I love to have an Oscar party and invite people over? Yes. Uh, are there, is there even one of my friends that would do that? I think there might be one. In fact, uh, after this, I may text that person and see if they're uh, game for that. I think that might be cool. Uh, again, uh, let me know your thoughts. Shoot me an email or make a comment uh, if you disagree with any of my picks. Uh, I think it's going to be a great show. I think there were a lot of very good movies this year. Uh, and I think uh, the, the presentation will be very entertaining. Or at least hope so, because it's a lot of hours to sit in front of the television. All right, this has been Dick Button's Oscar Picks on the World According to Dick Button's podcast. Uh, we will see you next week. Maybe I'll learn how to do intro and outro music. Uh, and I think there was a sound when I took the top off my coffee cup. So I'll have to learn how to get better at that. But over and out, and we'll see you next week.